Hello, fellow listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Mysteries. My name is Oscar Bellison, and today we're interviewing Ms. Bush about her scary lockdown experience. So, Ms. Bush, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, okay, hi. Um, I'm Ms. Bush, and um, I am currently a uh, kindergarten through fifth grade art teacher. Um, but I'm from uh, the U.S., and um, most the last time I lived there, I lived in Texas, and I worked at that high school there. And so that's kind of my yeah. <laughs> my topic for had my experience. Um, so, but I've been kind of in a lot of different countries, and the last ten years I've been all over the world. Um, but the last time I lived in the U.S. was in Texas. So great. So. I mean, first, everyone give a, a big welcome to uh, to Ms. Bush. So, now that we know a bit about you, I'd like to ask you a few questions. So, my first question is, how did this all, like, start out? How did this, like, play out at the beginning? Um, okay, so I was trying to remember it. It was a while ago, and I had to look up the date. So, it was... Um, this uh, particular day was look it up. It was in September in 2009. Okay. And um, at that time, I was actually teaching high school classes, um, and I had a um, I was actually teaching more like nutrition, food science, child development um, under like a career program. So that was like what I was teaching. So nothing like what I'm teaching right now. Yeah. And I was a new teacher. And this was like my first job. <laughs> so um, I just kind of gotten started. So um, I was in a really big school. I think we had maybe 2,000 students. And it was just a really big Texas high school. Pretty typical, I think, of what you would find there. Um, and uh, my particular department was like on the, the wing next to the special education um classes so they have their own little kind of their own little department so our department is right next door to theirs and so they kind of had a lot of like a a pretty big program there they had kids very severely disabled all the way to like maybe some mental health issues or like just different issues so um and they were next door to me so and they had maybe like three classrooms so they had some big classrooms and then a really small one that was like really specialized um, yeah. class and so I was going along I think so it was in September so we've been going along we've had school for a while you know just for a few weeks kind of yeah. just really just starting to get going and it was in the morning and um, I don't remember like how long but I know I was teaching my first class and we were just kind of getting going and we get this um, it seems like something's happened right yeah. <laughs> something was unusual and on the intercom, they had like intercom at school, it came yeah. on and said, um, you, we are on a lockdown and you guys need to lock your doors and do like basically the protocol. So I think we had to like maybe put something in the window that said we we're okay and there's kind of a procedure. So yeah. as a teacher, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and so um, here we are. So, and I didn't have a very big class. I had maybe like 15 kids. It was a pretty small morning class. Um, bunch of high school kids, different grade levels, nine through 12th grade. It was like kind of a mixed group. 
And, um, you know, they're kind of all going, what happened? And, um, and basically we just kind of had to stay in our room, in our classroom for, you know, it would have been just like a normal yeah. class, but instead we were there all morning, basically. <laughs> just weren't allowed to leave. And we wouldn't have known what was going on, except that um, right outside my door is where everything happened. And I was like right there. So you could kind of peek out and you could see like around the corner, something was going on. You just weren't sure what. And then also we didn't really know. So of course the kids all have their phones. (laughs) And the way we found out what happened is they were texting their parents and their parents were like watching the news and they kind of pieced together um, that some there had been an incident at our school and that a teacher was in trouble. Yeah. We really didn't know kind of what had happened, right? We didn't know the details or what was going on. We just were told to stay in our room and they were going to just take care of it. But as the morning progressed, there were policemen outside my door, there were ambulance workers, there were there was police tape yeah. <laughs> you could see like coming up. Right, but we didn't really know, we didn't know the details. We just knew that something had happened with a student and we didn't really know. And so it was scary. Um, I had to spend a lot of that morning just kind of like keeping my, we didn't necessarily think we were in danger, but we didn't really know what had happened, right? So we didn't really know what what to expect. And um, my students were really um, stressed, trying not to freak out, you know, and we just kind of like kept ourselves busy. So at that time, I had one of those classrooms. This is kind of like an old home neck kind of room. Yeah. And so I had a lot of kitchens and we had food. So we just kind of like made food. <laughs> we just kind of like tried to find ways to just um, just be okay, you know. We didn't, yeah. of course, you know, the lesson went out the door. You know, we didn't try to do school. Yeah. We just kind of tried yeah. to just kind of hang out and Calm down. just, yeah, until we were allowed to leave. And then eventually, um, I think I did have some students that were like, I'm just going to leave because I did have a back door that led up to one of the parking lots. But I was like, no, I was like trying to keep them. No, you have to stay here. Don't leave. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You might get in the way of something. So um, eventually, after like several hours of this, like our morning, and I want to say it might have been like nine or so between nine, 930 is what I yeah. have in my memory. But it was a while ago. So mm-hmm. like I said, we kind of just gotten started, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, they just kind of came on and said, okay, um, uh, there has been an incident, but don't worry. Um, We're going to dismiss classes by like sections of the school. And so eventually um, we were allowed to like single file, go out our back, my back door around the parking lot to the front of the school. You're kind of in the back of the school. Yeah. And they had called all the parents. <laughs> the parents were like slowly, like in sections, coming, picking up their kids, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was just like uh, really crazy, right? And of course, like I said, I was a new teacher, so I'm just like, what in the world <laughs> have I gotten myself into? <laughs> but here I am. So, um, and then of course, as things kind of um, played out, and you start to hear the news, and then you know at school I like I said I was right next door to it so I talked to like the other teachers and I kind of um slowly the kind of the story unfolds and kind of what had happened Mm -hmm. is um there was a student who was had some really serious mental problems um he had a history of violence um 
he had been displaced by one of the really big, I don't know how much history you know or your listeners, but there was a really big, um, uh, I think it was Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina in Louisiana had happened maybe the year before like not that long before that and so he was one of the families that had been displaced because of that and lost their homes and ended up in our town in texas because um they couldn't go back they'd lost everything right and so i think he'd been through some pretty rough things um apparently he had a really long history of of all kinds of things he'd been in juvie he'd been in mental institutions he should not have been at our school, but <laughs> this kid. So here you have this kid. And so what happened is that, sorry, I didn't explain the kids. So what happened is we find out there's this this teenager, I think he was like 16 or 17, something like that. He was a high school kid and he, he was in one of the classrooms with one of the special education teachers. And um, it was one of the teachers who kind of helped the kids that really needed extra help, right? Mm -hmm. So it was just like the teacher was in one of these little classrooms right next door to me, not the big one, it was in the little classroom. He had a teacher's aide, and I think there were maybe three other, two or three class, maybe three kids in that class, three students. It was really small. Um, And the, the the, the, the student had brought a kitchen knife to school and just school has started. He walked up and just stabbed the teacher. Oh. And um, the aide had to like run up, pull like wrestle the kid down, pull the knife out of his hand so he wouldn't hurt anybody else and oh. call the cops and try to save the teacher and the teacher died. Like, he didn't make oh. it because he got stabbed like in the chest. Yeah. And, um, but it was really sad because the problem is that apparently before that, um, um, this particular teacher had noticed that the, the student was talking about killing somebody or killing a teacher. Like there had been talk about like this kid had been saying things before that, that alerted the teacher that this kid was violent and, and maybe a danger and shouldn't be at school and nobody listened. Yeah. People didn't do anything about it. <laughs> and um, yeah. And so that's really crazy. Right. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that aid probably like stopping him meant he didn't go on a rampage, right? And we were right there. So I think we would have been in danger if he'd done that. Um, thankfully, he was stopped really quick. Yeah. Um, but it was scary. And so, and yeah. We didn't know what was going on. And, um, you know, it turned into this big thing. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that sort of like bounces on the on like why everyone's voice should be heard. You know, like the yeah. teacher was was like saying that yeah. it, like uh, like if people knew about what was gonna happen, it like uh, um, like it's kind of like people knew something was gonna happen, like uh, but uh, no one take took it like seriously until it like really happened. So. Right. I think that's kind of like a sad part because it's like uh, something that could have been like prevented, but yeah. And maybe later they, you know, spent more time trying to work on that. But I think it was just hard. There's another thing like in Texas, and I don't know with like how much of the U.S., but yeah. there are a lot of laws that protected the student, right? Because like um, yeah. 
So nobody knew his past. Nobody knew that he'd been through all these things, that he'd actually was really dangerous already and should not have been in our school because um, there are laws that protect minors, right? People under 18, you know, because you don't, of course, you know, let's say that you had maybe done something stupid, but you're fine now. You wouldn't want to like go to a school and everyone treats you that way, right? So they, they have like all these laws to kind of protect kids from just being judged or like you know they don't know like everything about them and maybe treat them you know differently but in this case that backfired because yeah um, he actually was really not okay and nobody had that information until he did something and then all of a sudden that information was out and now everyone can know about it yeah so (laughs) yeah and now they're like oh no we should have done something but it's too late yeah and also um i was gonna say something yeah and also like i know i don't i know that in some states like there's there are like laws that like protect uh people from 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 like consequences like uh i don't i don't know how you get the death penalty but i like know that in like some states uh, i don't know if texas is one of them but like uh i don't know if he was like protected from the death penalty or not so yeah as a minor minor. yeah so it's hard to harder to have the laws i think he did go to some kind of prison after that like he did end up getting like but but yeah there's it's more limiting what they can do but at the same time yeah he was kind of right at the age where yeah you're right he was kind of protected by his age but at the same time he did something really awful so yeah and they had to figure out what to do (laughs) yeah yeah how did you like yeah. What what, Sorry, go ahead. what emotions did you feel, like when everything was like, uh, was happening, when like the the now when there was like announcements like this is a lockdown and it's not it's and it, like it the loudspeaker saying like this is not a lockdown, and not like a lockdown drill. Right, not a drill. Right, it's not a drill. Um. Yeah, I think it was scary. I think I was just more nervous. I think, okay, so as a teacher at that time, and I don't know what other people have said to you, but at the time, I don't think I really had a chance to think about how I felt, right? Like, it wasn't until the kids left. So, like, my first instinct was, like, because um, my kids, my students were not okay, right? So my first thing was just make sure they're okay and try to stay calm. Um, I don't think it was really until after I walked them around the building like sent them to their parents that it really hit me like oh my gosh <laughs> and then I just was like yeah and then all kind of the feelings hit me and probably all the different emotions right yeah like whoa <laughs> what just happened you know um and um any kind of anxieties or fears kind of probably just hit me like more at the end of it yeah. then I think about it mm-hmm. yeah and I was worried for the teacher. Like, I think at that point, we still didn't really know if he was okay or not or what, you know. Yeah. They had given us an update on what was going on with him, if he was yeah. going to make it or not. Yeah. Did, you, like, <clears throat> uh, did you ever meet the kid? Like, talk to him? Or did you just, like, knew about him until, the, until like, after the, the shooting? Cause, like, um, my original... Uh, on my paper it says like uh, did you see the shooter but since yeah I don't think so I don't think I knew him I did know the teacher so like yeah 
but not yeah no, i don't think i knew him i saw him maybe because you know he, he was right there in the hallway so like in the mornings um we had to stand outside our classroom we were kind of required to do that and just kind of like monitor the hallways and you know make sure kids were like getting to class and <laughs> you know not just kind of like getting to trouble in the hallways right we kind of just kind of stand out there and so i might have seen him but i wouldn't have known it um, but I do remember the teacher, he was one of those that was like really outgoing and said hi to everybody, right? So I did know him, right? But I, yeah, the two of them, I'm not sure. But he's the kind of student I could have had. So one of the interesting things about working in being like, um, I was kind of basically teaching in elective classes there, right? So one thing that did happen there is that I did tend to get the kids. Um, I was kind of like the dumping class. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but. I kind of got all the kids that were didn't really know what to, they didn't know what to do with. Yeah. They would put them in my oh, put them in your class. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I mean, so I did have a lot of kids that had been in and out of juvie. I had kids that was, were a lot of like the, from the special education. I had a, I had kids that like couldn't talk. Um, yeah. Kids who had criminal records. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure they were like in gangs. And I mean, I don't know, it was a pretty rough bunch that I did teach. So I think after that, I was always a little more watchful. Yeah. You know, so like I said, I didn't know him, that's a good question, but I did have a lot of pretty rough kids in my classes yeah. that I have to really kind of keep an eye on. So it made me more alert, I think, and more <laughs> careful. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is there <clears throat> anything like in special that really helped you survive as like the lockdown mm. um honestly any situation like that is probably just my faith yeah i believe in god so kind of like things happen and i just kind of go okay god why just like watch out for me <laughs> okay you know yeah. so i kind of go to that but um um, I don't know, like you said, or like I was saying before, though, I think just um, knowing that you're responsible for other people kind of makes you act differently than you would otherwise. I think it was just me, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of go in a different mode of like making sure they're okay, yeah. the students and the other kids. And then finally, <laughs> what message would you like to share with our listeners? Or if there is one, of course. Um, message. I think pay attention to your students. <laughs> yeah. When they say things, listen. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. I don't know that most kids would get to that point. But, you know, I have had kids who are really not okay and having a hard time. And I think for a teacher, a teacher's side is, and actually even for students, I guess your listeners might be students too, is pay attention to the people around you, you know. um, Someone's having a hard time, you know, see how they're doing. Um, um, In this student's particular case, he actually had some like pretty serious mental health issues, right, that I don't know he probably needed medicine. He probably was a pretty severe case. Um, But I know that things have happened in schools where the students were just not really okay. Like maybe it wasn't so severe, but um, 
they just weren't okay and nobody noticed <laughs> or something, you know, or they, you know, maybe kids were mean to them or maybe like, I don't know. So I think just kind of look out for, if you're at school and you're a teacher, look out for your students, listen to them when they say things. If you're a student, you know, don't be the person that is um, okay with people being mean to other students. Like be the person who looks out for others and makes, you know, is that kind person. Um, again, in this situation, I don't know how much it would have mattered because, like I said, he was really uh, actually not okay, like a different level. <laughs> but um, I think there are a lot of people that are having a hard time that that can help. So that's my thought. Yeah. Sorry for my notification. I forgot to turn everything off. No. Oh, uh, and yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. If I were to share a message, like from what I've what I've listened is also like pay attention yeah it's kind of like bouncing back off of what you just said like every opinion like matters even though like some people like uh because like things can be prevented if people just like listen to everybody because like uh as you were saying um the people knew like that so that he had a Uh, gave warnings and uh, and everything but no one actually took it seriously so I think like uh, messages that I would share would, would be like bouncing back off of what you said would be like um, listen to everybody like every opinion counts yeah, yeah. alright thank you guys for listening and I really hope you guys enjoyed uh, and learned something new from listening to this podcast So if you have any questions or would like to share uh, one of your scary lockdown stories, please contact me at obelsant at cm.edu.gt. Thank you. Bye.